everybody. Welcome back. Uh, welcome or welcome back. I screwed myself over by saying hello. I never so we we take like a month and a half break. Yeah. We come back. You don't butcher it the no. first time we come back. You decide to wait a week later and then be like, all right, here we are. This is a thing. How do I function? I have an excuse today, though. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Uh, Let's hear it. I opened today at the cafe. So I've uh-huh. been up since 4.30. Mm, still sounds like an excuse, if you ask well, me. Well, I did say I had an excuse, so... <laughs> valid valid point all right i will i will shun myself to the cactus corner <laughs> enjoy <laughs> you can do this episode on your own bye okay, uh, <laughs> that's really funny <laughs> uh, anyway today we're going to be covering sing a bit of harmony but before we get into that we're vain and like to talk about ourselves yeah i bought a shit ton of manga <laughs> Yeah, a whole, like, what, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 volumes. Half of those are light novels, though. Does that count? I mean, yeah. Look, okay, I'm trying to get my ReZero fixed. Nobody wants to fucking rewatch ReZero with me. So if nobody's going to rewatch it with me, I'm just going to read it. Nobody wants to rewatch it because it's depressing. It's fucking amazing, though. And depressing. Okay? Uh-huh. I have people that are willing to rewatch Your Lie in April with me every year, so what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that Your Lie in April has... Are uh, you going to sit here and try to tell me that Your Lie in April has more rewatchability than ReZero? No, well, I was... I In my head, I went, Your Lie in April has more better music, and I was like, no, well, no, yes, but no. <laughs> and then I was like, well, Your Lie in April has better romance, and I was like, well, yeah, no, yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> No. And then, so I was trying to think of something that Your Light April had that ReZero doesn't have. Because, like, I was like, Your Light April has better illnesses. Well, yeah, no, but, uh, Your Light April has... <laughs> you get me? Uh, I mean, I get where you're trying to come from, but also, now do you understand why they both sit at number one and number two on my all-time favorites? <laughs> Do get. So yeah, there's that. But yeah, so I bought because I already have volumes one and two of the ReZero light novel. So I bought three through ten, and then I have volumes zero through three of JJK. So I went ahead and bought four through eleven. They had yeah. a sale. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Who am I kidding? Everything on right stuff is always on sale. Yeah, but it was on sale. It was on an it even bigger sale. <laughs> So yeah, I bought things. I'm tired. I've worked over 50 hours this past week, and I'm going to do it again this week. And the week after that, and the week after that, being short staff sucks. I know the feeling. The extra money's great, though. Yeah, I don't get extra money this week, which I'm sad Bullshit. about. Because, yeah, because Thanksgiving is tomorrow, and I don't work tomorrow. But I work today and yesterday, and I'm like, that's... Like, Thanksgiving Sunday should count. I mean, it should, especially if you're closed the day of Thanksgiving. Like, we get paid eight hours for Thanksgiving. We are on um, short hours. Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah, we're open only from, like, nine to five. That's short hours? It's a cafe. That's short hours? (laughs) Yeah. Then what the fuck are long hours? 
regular hours are 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. That's not that much of a difference, mate. That's short hours. (laughs) (laughs) People need coffee. Okay. I I get that. But still, if anything, I would go 7 to 3 not nine to five. That to me makes the most sense for short hours. Yeah. I mean, I don't get really get it either because like you're missing the morning rush that way. And I like people still have to go to work. Like I understand that it's a bank holiday and stuff. So certain jobs are going to be closed, but there's a lot of jobs that are open and they start regular times and they're all going to be trying to go to work for regular times. So we're going to miss the morning rush. And that's when we make like the vast majority of the money yeah. of the day. Is morning coffee. Yeah, that's that's a lot of coffee that y'all aren't selling. Yeah. But also, you don't have I to mean, get up as early, so, I mean. That's true. Bass, how's your week? Week was good. I went on a mushroom walk. Nice, nice. Did you get any yeah. good mushrooms? I didn't get any, but I did take some pictures of some. Oh, nice, 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 I nice, left nice, them nice. where they were. I saw a woodpecker. Oh, cool. Yeah, and uh, there was an oyster mushroom. And a different kind of mushroom that I don't know what it is, and I was going to look it up, and I have a picture of it, but I haven't yet looked it up. And a slime. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't kill it, so I haven't leveled up. Oh, well, damn. I'm not going to reach your full potential this way. You're disappointing no. me. Yeah. I know. I'm dis- I disappointed myself. Um, but I did play some more of my whistle, so I feel like I'm leveling up in the bard category. Nice, 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 nice. Um, and I know you are a master of the bard category. Yes, yes, I am quite literally the bard. Yes, is the bard, is bard. Especially when I make typos. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else did I do? I worked. I've been doing school homework. I have a four-foot by four-foot canvas. Did I talk about this last week? Mm, I don't think so. No, maybe not. Uh, Yeah, giant four-foot by four-foot canvas that I built with my own handsies using saws and stuff. Nice. um, Yeah, and it's uh, it's properly supportive, and it's got, like, properly, like, I bought canvas fabric, and I've gessoed it myself, and I'm painting on it this week. For my class next week. Uh, yeah, and taking that on the streetcar was fun. So what you... <laughs> Public transit. What you gonna paint on it? Paint on yes. it? Um, so we had to... So this, this is the final part of a four-part assignment. So the first... Or I suppose five-part assignment. Four or five-part? I don't know, I can't remember. Uh, the first part of the assignment was to make... Was to gesso um nine pieces like nine one foot by one foot squares of loose canvas fabric um and practice so gessoing is when you take the fabric and you coat it in like the white stuff to then make it like kind of that plasticky finish that you get when you get pre-bought canvases you know Mm -hmm. so that's what gesso is and um and so our first part of the assignment was to paint the canvas fabric with gesso in different techniques. Like each one you want to do with a different technique, um, either like putting it on really thick or, you know, watering it down or just doing one coat and then sanding it um, to get your nice smooth surface. So you can sand with like, I don't know, like 80 grit or like 120, you mm-hmm. know, and get you get different surfaces. Yeah. 
Um, and then the next part of the assignment was to make a thing. Um, and it could be a little guy, it could be just a random object, it could be whatever you want, but you had to, like, make a thing. And I twisted up some random wads of paper, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And then the third part of the assignment is to use the thing you made to then paint your nine gesso different surfaces, um, using that as your inspiration. So it's not like a, um like a still life you're not doing a realistic drawing it's uh, a realistic painting it's like that thing is now it might inspire your color palette for like a random thing or you might only focus like hyper focus on one tiny part of it and blow it up like a micro microscope show you mm -hmm. know a microscopic image or yeah. whatever um that kind of thing and you do a bunch of those and then you pick one of those and that's what you do to in that's what you then use as inspiration for your four foot by four foot canvas. That's a lot. So, yeah. Um, so that's, it's one assignment, but it's like four or five separate assignments mm -hmm. to make one assignment. If that makes sense. Yes. And it's all due next week. <laughs> so my question is, is how would an yeah. AI handle that? Uh, an AI would probably get distracted and start singing. That was literally the only segue I could think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, I've tangented on for a little while, and Brad's bored of hearing me No, talk, no, so. no. I, I, was, I was genuinely <laughs> intrigued with that. Like, that was yeah. actually great. But the main reason I actually asked that, it wasn't an actual segue. Have mm. you looked at a lot of like the ai generated art and whatnot have you like done any research yeah. into that like is that a topic in art school that's being talked about it is actually there was an exhibit there's actually several exhibits currently in my school of um different digital artscapes you can uh, like digital art is a course that you can take at ocad um and um yeah, there's there's several different exhibits that are uh, that are around the school, um, that are there's like a, a yeah, but it's it's absolutely a conversation because it's it's the argument as to whether or not okay, so here's the hypothesis right here's the thing, mm -hmm. so a programmer builds an AI that then makes it the artwork yes. right, is that or is that not any different to a art director telling people the art that he wants to make they make the art but he takes the credit. So for that, there is definitely no, like, there's no difference on that whatsoever. Yeah. No. Most major artists, especially those that are working on big scales, this day are working with teams of artists and rarely touch the canvas themselves, and yet you don't hear about mm -hmm. those. So when you go to galleries and you see, like, large works, probably wasn't ever even touched by the artist whose name is on the thing. That's just wild. Yeah. So yeah, there's definitely not, no yeah. difference between that not, and... Like, and a programmer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's the difference between being an art director as opposed to an artist. So have y'all discussed the story of somebody entering AI-generated art into an art contest and then the AI-generated art actually taking first place? 
No, we haven't. Were you even aware that that was a thing that had happened? I, it's vaguely in my memory Mm -hmm. somewhat. And I guess like this whole conversation just kind of like stirred that memory coming Mm -hmm. back because I've listened to, uh, or rather one of the podcasts that I listened to was actually discussing that and then talking about how like there's a chance that media could potentially just be taken over entirely by like AI generated things because the AI is slowly getting better and better, even to the point of, like I said, somebody taking that art and then submitting it into an art contest and then it taking first place. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely interesting to see kind of how technology is going along, but also how it pertains to different forms of media or i guess consumption in a way yeah my opinion on that subject is that art is very much like music Mm -hmm. the major songs that you see when you like you listen to the radio or whatever all of those have been edited heavily right you can make ai songs easily these days and they're heavily edited but people still have a special connection to when artists perform acoustic And I feel it's the same thing with visual arts, but a lot of people just aren't into visual arts in the same level as people. Like, people casually listen to music and can understand it more, I feel, than people casually look at art and can understand it in the same way. I feel like visual art doesn't always move people to the same way as music does but that doesn't mean that's the same way for everybody a lot of people do get very moved by visual arts but i think it's because most people tend to be audio listeners and learn like audio listeners audio learners audio like audio stuff tends to be the most emotive sense for most people Mm -hmm. as opposed to visual but i still feel like that that rule applies i feel like basically acoustic art will always have a place Mm -hmm. oh yeah 100 percent now, whilst we're on the subject of music and AI, <laughs> can you tell that I'm just excited to talk about this? I can. I'm also on the wrong screen. I was looking at Spy Family because we're going to be releasing a new episode. Well, our, our reaction to the second episode of Spy Family soon, so check that out. Yeah. Uh, well, this is an interesting segue into Spy Family season two. <laughs> <laughs> this is I Have ADHD. <laughs> This is, you also have ADHD. Yes. This is, welcome to ADHD on a podcast. <laughs> I was about to say, welcome to ADHD Anonymous. Um, I'm Brad. ADHD BNB. <laughs> We're just adding letters at this point. <laughs> but yeah, sing a bit of harmony. It's great. It's about music and AI. It's fucking brilliant. The soundtrack is amazing. I jam out to it all the time. Yeah. Because you use Spotify, don't you? I do. You can get the soundtrack. Ah, I get a student discount. Hey. Yeah. Then yeah, go go listen to the soundtrack whenever you want. Especially, um, fuck. The the jazzy one that I told you about a long time ago whenever I first saw the film. Did you enjoy it as much as I thought you would? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, fantastic. All right. So, Sing a Bit of Harmony. Directed by Yasuhiro uh, Yoshiura. Made by J.C. Mm-hmm. Staff to those that have been living under a rock and don't realize that J.C. Staff makes some of mine and Blue's favorite anime, then go get the rock get out of your ass. I don't know. Yeah, for exam- ex- example, example, One Punch Man. Uh, no, no, they made season two. Fuck season two. Season it doesn't two. matter. 
Um, now what does matter? Some food, horse, konosuba. I'm sorry, food what? <laughs> food horse. <laughs> Okay, I was just making sure that I heard that correctly. <laughs> Food wars. <laughs> I mean, accurate. <laughs> uh, yep. And one of the like founding bits of mine and Blue's friendship, and is is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Uh, yeah. Um. Uh. Is it wrong? I don't think we ever actually learned the answer to that question. Mm. I mean, technically, she picked him up in a dungeon, so no. But also, concept is a little backwards. Mm. We still need to finish that damn show. They're on, like, season four now. <laughs> I know, we need to catch up. We're behind. God, I remember when season three was airing, whenever I went on that bachelor trip to Florida. Mm. And then just nothing after that. But they also made the Kono Super movie, so that's the thing. Yes. Your turn. And uh, I'm scrolling through their 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 history of things now. Um, <laughs> I'm curious about what else they've done. And they've done lots, and some things are quite saucy. <laughs> saucy. Saucy. Where's the lamb sauce? Mm, I don't know. Probably burnt. Probably, yeah. Somebody at work commented on how much I say mm-hmm, and now I'm conscious of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know. I, I like, I edit my own audio, but like, also, you didn't have to. I did. Uh, it's one thing to notice it yourself, but for somebody else to notice it and comment on it, uh, giving me a new complex. Thank you very much. <laughs> you're just gonna think every time you say it now. Every time you say it, you're just gonna be like, fuck. But I can't stop, is the thing. It's so ingrained into my character. I'm like, yes, I I am listening. I am paying attention. Mm-hmm. God, I do that to okay. the girlfriend all the time, and she just thinks I'm being a facetious asshole. It's like, no. It's just people with ADHD often don't listen to what you're saying, even though we look like we do and are nodding along and answering your questions, but really our, our mind is in gifts. <laughs> Pretty much. Now, yeah. with that being said, do you also have the issue of you will be having a conversation with someone, you will listen to what is going yeah. into your brain, but your brain just completely rejects every bit of it? Yeah. It's like you it's like, hear I, it, but you have to ask them like five times to repeat what they said because your brain was just like, fuck you, say it again. I'm not processing. Yeah, it's the same thing as like when you're reading a book and then you read like a whole page and then you get to the end of the page and you're like, I don't remember a word of that. I've read an entire book and done that. Yeah. Actually, not gonna lie, I do that with half of the shit that we watch now. So I like, I'll finish it and just yeah. be like, "God damn what? it, I gotta go back and watch it again." <laughs> That's a. You remember how I was saying like, if I zone out, it's a bad thing. Yeah. I I like I. That's a thing. It's a. That's a critique that I have. On some of these things, that's why I rate some things the way that I do. Because I'm like, I just genuinely, it did not grab my attention enough. Well, like, it'll grab my attention, and I will be so engrossed. I will be genuinely enjoying everything that I have watched. But then I'll finish it and just be like, what the fuck did I just watch? I gotta go watch it again. Yeah, see, sometimes I get ones where I'm like, no, I'm not enough stimulation. Like, I need more, give me more, yell at me more. I want to know. I mean, that's all anime is, is yelling. So you'll you'll get your point. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Did you know there's actually a street name in Hawaii called Kamehameha Highway? Really? 
Ah, that's fun. I enjoy that. One of the businesses that I work for, they have a store on Kamehameha Highway. And I really want to call and just shout that into the phone, but I don't know if Hawaii counts as long distance, even though it's a state. No, it shouldn't do because, um, uh, uh, where is it? Puerto Rico? Isn't? What's that? Is it Puerto Rico that's the American one, but it isn't American? Yes. Yeah, they're not long distance for America either because I was listening to a, a thingy where, uh, 911 operator had to get uh, uh, boats out on the coast over there, or like had to get the coast guard out to the boats uh-huh. in around there, and it's not long distance. Oh, neat! So it's Hawaii shouldn't be either. Nice. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, sing a bit of harmony. Um. Uh. Also known as, and please don't judge. Uh, <laughs> I think it's AI because of the way that the hiragana is written but my anime list has it as i as in like ai but the i is like lowercase mm-hmm. so I, but i think it's ai ai no yutogoi no kika sete sure we'll go with that um and yeah it a movie uh rated pg-13 on my anime list, it is a 7.79 out of 10. It is a 3.93 out of 5 on Anime Planet, or a 7.86 out of 10, making the average 7.83. Uh, it has a drop rate of 1.34%, which for a movie is right about average. Uh, yeah. I will put out some general trigger warnings for, like child um like is uh, yeah like child abuse i guess i feel like there's a it's not it's not there was one bit where it was implied yeah and and the you could argue neglect so i feel like i'm like i feel like it's worth the trigger warning to put it out there it's not necessarily like a huge theme throughout the story but i yeah it's definitely something that i picked up on figure i'll share yeah my chair's cracking i heard yeah um yeah you know we haven't had a show up from in a while stomach chan stomach chan has been well fed ah makes sense makes sense (laughs) stomach chan now works at a cafe Uh, (laughs) ah <laughs> so constant uh coffee and other things. I had a cookie today. Nice. And a breakfast sandwich from the cafe. Nice, 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 nice. But I have to bring my own ketchup. What? Yeah, so our cafe doesn't have ketchup, but they sell breakfast sandwiches. And I'm sorry, but if you have an English muffin and an egg and you don't put either ketchup or hot sauce on it, what's wrong with you? Maybe it's just good enough without it. It's not, though. I mean, it's got pesto on it, but, like, the pesto is so minimal because it's a breakfast sandwich. Like, they don't actually... Like, there's not enough sauce on that. Come on. No seasoning? Barely. What kind of white people bullshit? Fully. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because... I tell you what it is, though. It's meat people not knowing how to make a veggie sandwich. Ah. Because... Yeah, because the bacon one and the Italian sausage one, they seem like they're properly seasoned because the meat's seasoned. But 
the veggie one, it's just like, here's an egg and a bread, and it's, we'll put a vegetable in there. Have fun. But salt and pepper goes a long way. That's what I'm saying, my guy. And they don't, but like, also just like no, not even one sachet of hot sauce. Like, are you kidding? Challenge everyone there to a shokugeki and just show them all up. That's, uh, uh-huh. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, and yeah, so. Challenge them all to a shokugeki. End up taking over the cafe because you've toppled the <laughs> owner. And then run it how you want it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> That's how that works, right? Well, what I end up having to do is go to other fast food places and steal ketchup packets. And I would steal hot sauce packets, but people don't make hot sauce packets, really. Like, you get hot sauce in bottles. You don't get, like, little sachets of them. And I don't want to carry a bottle in my bag. Just get, like, one so of those just... travel size bottles of Tabasco or Frank's Red Hot or some shit. Or whatever uh, yeah, fucking but... hot sauce that Canada has that's still probably not hot. True. I was talking with my coworkers about that, how like hot sauce is not hot. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I could, I guess I could go to like Koreatown or something and get something. So no joke. I, I what? talked last week about how I smoke chicken wings, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody was just bitching about how it was too spicy. And that was before they put the spicy barbecue sauce or the Hooters hot, hot sauce that I had on there. It's like, oh, it's spicy. I'm like, stop bitching and eat it. It's delicious. Now, granted, everybody was like, this is really good. Like, it's very flavorful. It was seasoned Mm. well. But they're also like, it's too spicy. And I'm like, shut up. (laughs) Shut up. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've been increasing my tolerance for spice slowly. um, To the point where now medium salsa doesn't taste spicy at all. Nice. So I'm, I'm pretty pleased with that. Like, medium salsa and mild salsa, I I do not taste the difference from. And I know that's also slightly concerning, considering it could mean I've just, like, destroyed my taste buds. But um, also, it means I can eat more spicy food, which is great. So what I'm hearing is, whenever we meet up, we're going to go to the nearest Indian restaurant, and then we're going to test your spice tolerance. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. I love spicy food. My body does not like it. But I'm getting there, slowly but surely. I'm getting old. You want to hear a story? Yeah. So, I almost put some punk kids in their place the other day. Oh, those meddling kids. And their stupid dog. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, I was at the gas station the other day getting fuel, and I had Mm -hmm. dinner plans with the girlfriend. So I was getting fuel, just, you know, pumping away, just chilling, jamming out to whatever bullshit they had on the gas pump screen, because gas stations are fancy now and they have TV at the pump. Mm-hmm. And teenager, probably like freshman, sophomore in high school or whatever, walks up to me. He's like, hey, dude, you um you want a chip? We got a couple left. And okay. We all know if somebody offers you just a chip and not chips, yeah, something's up. Yeah. So I immediately turn to look at the kid and I go, one chip? He's like, yeah. I was like, dude, look, if I wasn't about to go to dinner, I was like, I would take you up on that. Because you have you heard of the one chip challenge? Uh, yes. Yeah, the chip that's just covered in pure capsaicin powder. Mm-hmm. So, I've never done it. I could do it. It's just, I don't want to spend the money, because that shit's expensive. 
Mm-hmm. And the whole time I was sitting there pumping gas, like I heard them giggling and having coughing fits and everything else. So I knew that they were eating something spicy. So whenever they come over to me, fuck off outside. I'm being important. <laughs> I like I kind of figured they're doing something like that. So whenever they come over and offer me a chip, I'm like, y'all are definitely doing the spicy one chip challenge. And so he's like, what? Are you scared? And that question just, like, sent alarm bells off in my head. Like, I have eaten spicier shit than everything you will ever eat in your entire life combined. I have given myself a stomach ulcer over consuming an entire tablespoon of hot sauce that's only meant to have one drop put in a five-gallon pot of chili. Like, Mm -hmm. don't test me, you fucking child. Yep. But I was like... You know, I was like, I'm good. I was like, if I wasn't going to dinner, I would take you up on that. But I'm not going to ruin my dinner. Because I also realize now, I'm an adult. Therefore, as much as I love spicy, and my and spice doesn't bother my mouth, the stomach cramps that would come from consuming that would just ruin dinner. Yeah, that's the worst bit. Yeah, so I was like, nah, I'm good, I'm good. Appreciate the offer, though, but nah. Nah. But yeah, almost had to put some punk kids in their place. Yeah. Also, don't take food from strangers. I mean, if it had been an adult that offered me a chip, I'd have been like... Yeah, you would have <laughs> Just You just see the door of a white van in the back just slowly creak hey, open. Hey, little guy, you want chip? I got more chips in the van. You want to come get a chip? Hey there, buddy. You want chip? <laughs> You want chip? But, Not even a chip, just chip. You want, you want chip? chip. <laughs> but the good thing about the one chip challenge is they're all individually sealed. So I wouldn't have to worry about, you know, fentanyl on a chip. Maybe. Uh, don't trust seal packages. Valid. Don't eat things way from strangers in general. Unless they're your waiter. Then... But at that point, are they really a stranger because they introduce themselves and give them their name? Mm, debatable. Host the 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 table host person, the person who takes you to the table, usually introduces themselves. Sometimes the servers don't. What kind of restaurants are you going to where there's like a difference between the host and the waiter? Canadian ones. There's like a seater person that gives you the menu and takes you to your seat, and then then you have the. The server, who's the one who actually, like, takes your order and shit. Yeah, well, every restaurant that I've ever been to, at least in the States, like, you do have your host that will seat you, but they never introduce themselves. It's always, hey, how many? Okay, follow me. Well, they're not very polite, then, are they? I mean, I guess to me, I don't think they have to introduce themselves because they're literally seating you. They're not the person that's going Um, to be serving you. Funnily enough, uh-huh. we were talking about tip culture today at work. Oh, nice. Yeah, because um, uh, there was a Korean girl who came in and she was saying how tip culture doesn't exist in Korea. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, also does not exist in Europe. It's a North American thing. Yeah, and I was going to say, like, it's not like a typical Asian thing in general either. No, I, I think it's pretty much only a north american thing if i'm gonna be i like i don't know about australia but as far as i'm aware i think it's a north american thing to tip mm-hmm. because it's in where in europe at least or in the uk it's kind of insulting 
to get tips. Mm-hmm. It's like, do you think that I'm not capable of making enough money on my own kind of vibe? Or like, do you think that like if you're the owner of the restaurant, it's like, do you think I'm not paying my employees enough mm-hmm. that you need to sub- like subsidize? Yeah. It's not like it. Yeah, it's not like a, you've done a good job and I want to congratulate you. Like if if you wanted to do that like you did a really good job today, you would like like call over the manager and be like, "Hey, just so you know, your employee did a really good job today." Is that a common thing? Not really, but like that's how you would do it if you really like enjoyed your service. Oh, uh, okay. If you would be like, "I want to give my compliments to you. I'm going to reach your higher up, your supervisor or whatever and say, you did a really good job. Gotcha. Because again, I, I guess like I'm just so used to American culture of the only time you ever ask for a manager is either if it's a Karen or if the service is just that shit. Yeah. No, you you could ask for a manager to say, hey, your employee did good. I can't think of the last time I just actually had like that level of service to where I wanted to like ask a manager to come over. Like, I've had good service to where I've tipped, like, above, like, my standard five bucks. Yeah. But I've never just been so wowed to the point of, um, yes, please, bring forth your manager so that I may speak kindnesses about you to them. I've I've actually had somebody compliment me to a manager back when I worked at H&M. Oh, I was just going to say. Or should I say. Back when I worked in Nameless Clothing Store. I'll probably forget to cut that out. Yeah. But I was going to say, but you are also a phenomenal human being. So therefore, uh, allow me to speak to your manager really quick. Um, She deserves a raise. Aww. I just have one. Nice. Nice. Um, now, I don't know who actually manages us here for that to actually go out into the ecosystem, but whoever's oh, over you this you manage shit, me and I manage you. Is that how that works? Yeah. I'm surprised and I haven't And then your girlfriend manages yet. both of us. Is that how that works? Yeah, because, you know, she is your girlfriend. All right, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of um, employee relationships. Uh-huh. Um, manager employee relationships. Have you ha- been hearing about the Try Guys drama? Yes, I have. Oh my god, this tea is hot. <laughs> in fact, I think we were sitting in This Is Fine the other night just watching the video that the Try Guys put out over that yeah. shit. Ugh. The shit's a mess. It's a big mess. A big, And I'm so curious about any legislation, if any comes, like, happens, because you don't know behind the scenes if they've, like, worked money out and contracts to be like okay we'll pay you this much so you can't sue or whatever you know Mm -hmm. but if any any legislation does come out any legislation any is that yeah that was right because the right word i don't know legal shit if any legal shit happens i'm gonna be watching it like a hawk because i'm fascinated i don't think that would be legislation i think that's more oh shit it Um, literally just came to me and then it left um it's uh Legal filings are any. I don't know. If you know the word, write it in the comments. Something like that, yeah. Uh, Anyways, we got distracted. Sing a bit of harmony. Yeah. Background. Um. So it's a film. We already discussed that, but it's a film about a young lass who uh is living in a more future, like a futury world from um today. 
and it's like you know ai is kind of ruling the world it's not like it's very normal like you know what you imagine like future world to look like is that's it it's just like self-driving buses and you know uh, ais that like open your curtains and tell you the weather like pretty i mean honestly we're nearly there with like alexa and shit yeah but um it's like what we have right now but just up like there are actually ais like roaming they aren't sentient but they are roaming yeah and they're like doing farm work and like rubbish men like that kind of thing but like it's not it's not an unimaginable future like it's it's a within reason for us to achieve within our lifetimes yes you know um the way technology and... is progressing within the next like few years <laughs> yes, yeah fair i think it's it, uh, well, here we go now the word legislation is relevant because i think it's legislation that is stopping us from having this not technology Oh yeah, I forgot. We got old people in power. We got we got old people in power. Ah, the you damn know, computers are going to kill us all. Damn robots! <laughs> I've seen I am robot. I know. <laughs> that one uh, Will Smith movie about the robots told me that they're bad. And Will Smith is a slapper. <laughs> Yet yeah, here I am. Every time I go to the hibachi restaurant, and you have that little robot waiter coming around playing tokyo drift while fucking bringing me food just gives me the most joy i've ever had in my entire life <laughs> i've told you about that yeah. right just like how yeah, happy yeah. that damn robot like just... you nearly bought one didn't you i thought or about it i looked at how much it costs i don't have 20 grand to pay for no. one but if i had 20 grand <laughs> uh, um yeah uh Anyway, so yeah, she's living in this world, and her mom is um, like a high up scientist, technology programmer person in a tech company, and uh, her mom develops an AI that then um, kind of becomes uh, Satomi's friend, and it's the story of the AI and Satomi and other characters at the school. And um, her mom and how her mom is developing in this project. And uh, and yeah, that's kind of the story. It's a very um, simple story. And it's a story that we have seen before. And this is just kind of a rework, a rewrite. It's a very, like, I've yeah, I don't feel like it's super, super original in the writing process. But it is a good time. And I do think that you will enjoy it if you watch it. 100%. Yeah. So, spoiler chicken hats. Put them on. Put them on. Thoughts, feelings, emotions. I just can't get over the music, man. Music is good. It's so good. Yeah. Also, Shion is absolutely adorable. Yeah. All she wants is for Satomi to be happy. That's all she wants. Yeah. Um. There's romance yeah, in mean, this, so I don't think you were the biggest fan of that. No, well, it's her. I just found the story to be quite cliche. Uh-huh. Um, that's, that's my biggest thing on it. And cliche, and I found that, um, sorry, I just, I have a hot water bottle because I'm cold. Mm. <laughs> I feel like you can hear it, like, here, like, if I hold it up to the mic. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I move, I'm like, oh, can you hear that water bottle? <laughs> I bet the people listening didn't know they were going to get ASMR this episode. <laughs> <laughs> hot water bottle ASMR. I think we're missing our niche. Honestly, you probably are. <laughs> um, yeah, I found the story to be a little cliche. 
Um, and uh, in like the character dynamic was a big one. And then um, I just, yeah, I found that like, I don't know, uh, how do I say this? It felt kind of childish in the way that it was presented, but not in like the fact that it is childish, just more like it's for youths. Like I felt like the demographic, even though it's a PG-13, it kind of felt like it was meant more for for a younger audience. So you're telling me it felt like a Disney film. Yeah, but the themes of it are, like, it's rated a PG-13, so it definitely has those elements of adulthood, but it doesn't have that, like, higher tier in, like, storyline to go with the PG-13 rating, if you know what I mean. I feel like it was missing another thread. Does that make sense? I get what you're saying, but I had a blast with it. Yeah, I think it's fun, and that's, that's why I'm, like... I think that's what keeps it at a seven. I think that's why neither Anime Planet or my anime list rated it uh, into the eights. And I feel like, you know, this is the kind of film that in anime normally does incredibly well. Like, it's sweet. It's got some some tech stuff. It's got multiple romance stories. It's got a really lovable character. It's got an easy villain. Um, it's well written. Music's great. Anime Animation is really good. So I feel like that is what's holding it back is that it feels a tad juvenile. But it's one of those things to where I feel like you kind of have to play to that demographic a little bit, though. Because Mm -hmm. it's a film. It's not like a show where there's anything else going to come out of this. Yeah. So you're telling, like, you're rewriting an old concept, but, like, putting a fresh coat of paint on it Mm. by telling, like, a somewhat new story, especially with AIs involved. Mm. Like, it was brilliant how they kind of wove the story and like how she kind of grew and progressed and how she was always around yeah but i just want more depth to it i found it shallow that's what i'm trying to say the storyline feels shallow so do most disney films though fair but like i don't know maybe Maybe what's missing is that, you know how, like, a lot of Disney films, they have, like, the storyline that is meant for the kids, and then if you watch it as an adult, you get a separate storyline? Or, like, there are separate things that you notice, like, there's a difference. And so, like, as an adult, you go and rewatch the things you watched as a kid, and you're like, I get things now that I didn't get then, you know? I mean, like, how you go from, like, being a huge fan of Spongebob as a kid to growing up, and now you relate with Squidward? (laughs) <laughs> fair yeah <laughs> but like that kind of thing and and i don't feel like i would see much if any differences in a viewing experience if i watch this as a kid versus now at my age now the only difference that i would i would note would be understanding the depth of those moments of where i gave the trigger warning for mm-hmm and but that doesn't give me more story it just makes me sad you know yeah so like maybe just flesh out those those moments like if you're going to include them make it a moment you know yeah but also so limited runtime it's one of those things where i feel like if they turned it into an actual series they could have done a lot more with it fair but i also feel like like if you're going to try and make me feel emotions and try and make me sad, then don't hold back. 
So what you're saying is people should have died. <laughs> no, but I'm saying that there's clear emotions of fear from Satomi when she's and 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 guilt when uh, she's dealing with her mom. Mm-hmm. And we also don't know anything about her dad, but he is mentioned, but then isn't. And I feel like just fleshing out those moments more would have been better. And then the glossing over the fact that the... What's his name? Um, uh, Thunder gets slapped by his dad. And then it's fine. And he's just like, oh yeah, it was my dad. And then that's just nothing. Yeah. That was like, what? <laughs> You're going to give him a huge bruise that you carefully animated onto the side of his face and then just give him a line of like, oh, did you get in a fight or something? And he's like, no, it was my dad. And then just go, okay, and move on. Yeah, that's about accurate. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That was that was my opinions. Anyway, what what did you think? Um, music good, animation good, me have good time. <laughs> But no, I do agree. The film did feel cliched in a lot of ways. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know. This is perhaps another one of those times where I'm kind of blinded by the theater experience. Okay. But like just seeing everybody just enjoy the musical bits to no end. And by the time it was all said and done, like we all left the theater and we're like scrambling through our phones to find the fucking soundtrack so we could just blare it the entire way back from Knoxville for an hour. <laughs> Yeah. Which we totally did. We found it on Spotify and then just blared it the entire way. <laughs> yeah. But one yeah, thing I can and... say, the dub is good. Okay. So, can confirm. We watched it subbed in theaters, but the dub was very good as well. Cool. Yeah. But now, Thunder slammed a robot. Yes. Homie got over his fear of judo. And yeah. also, that musical number is still my favorite out of the entire film. Yeah. It's great. Did yeah. you enjoy that? I did. I, um, yeah, I mean, I I don't think we've actually seen a, a, a musical anime before. Like, we've seen animes surrounded by music, but this feels like a proper musical, you I know? Mean, like Belle felt like a randomly. musical, too. Yeah. This has definitely more random song. Yeah, this one felt, like, as much as we gave Belle shit for being, like, a Beauty and the Beast knockoff, this felt like a true, like, Disney film musical type thing. Yeah. Honestly, I would like to see this as a stage play, if I'm being completely honest. I feel like it could do well there. I would pay to go see it. Mm. Like, it's a story that could be told. In a way, it would be safe for all of the actors to perform the stunts. Now, I don't know how they're going to have a human being, like, shoot computer parts out of themselves. So that's, like, the one thing that I you feel like could be You would be, be surprised. Pop mas- prop masters can surprise the heck out of you, especially when they get into cahoots with the costume department. I mean, I'm here for it. If somebody wants to make this a real thing, I will gladly go see this. I will pay whatever cost it takes to go get front row. Just give it to me. Put it in my veins. Um, yeah, I, I want to talk about her mom. Did you like or dislike her mom as a character? Or do you feel like kind of complex feelings? It's very complex. Yeah. Because you can tell, like, she's a good mom and she cares. Yeah. 
but she has a lot of shit going on underneath the hood that's not that great. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, especially after, like, the project fails, uh, Satomi comes home and she yeets a fucking wine bottle at her. Yeah. That's not good. No. Yeah. Um, I don't, like, see, this is where I'm like, I wish there was a little bit more depth. Because you get hints of it, you get moments, but you just don't, you don't get the finishing off of the story. You don't get the, you don't, you don't get enough, you know? Yeah. And it's not even like, you're left wanting more or whatever. It's like, no, you don't even get to that point of, like, understanding. Mm. Because you need to have a, like, if you understand then that's the point where you can, like, okay, well, we'll leave this bit up to your imagination or whatever, but you don't get to the point of, like, okay, this feels fully fleshed out, you know? Mm. Um, and with her mom, like, there's clear themes of neglect through the beginning of the film, of, like, her having to take care of all of the house chores, you know? Mm-hmm. Her mom coming home at 3am, throwing her clothes on the ground. It feels very much like Shion is the carer of her mom rather than Shion, sorry, Satomi is the the care of her mom, not the other way around. Yeah. And um and then Satomi is also kind of getting getting picked on at school as well. And so you're getting like this this level of her being a complete loner both at home and at school and very much isolated. And as her mom prog- like her relationship with her mom progresses, you see then her mom crash, you see her her career end, you see it take it out her take take it out on Satomi, even though she says you should leave before I say something I regret. In my opinion, by that point she's already said something she should regret. Yeah. Um and uh uh and and then you don't really see any resolution in the fact that her mom doesn't her mom's just still in the cycle when the film ends. You know, mm-hmm. she gets the career goal that she wants. But that that just means that she's still going to keep working hard and Satomi's still going to have to keep caring for the house and her mom, if a project goes wrong, is still going to crash again. Like, there's no resolution there. Mm -hmm. And that being said, life doesn't always have a resolution, but they play it off like a happy ending. Yeah. And it's not. I think in a lot of anime films kind of do that, though. Yeah. Like, A Silent Voice has given similar themes. Um, Your Name didn't outright give themes like that, or, fuck, uh, Weathering With You. Yeah. Like, it's technically, like, if you were to put it in the terms of video games, it's a good ending, but it's not an ideal ending. Yeah. Yeah. So, should probably hit a few quick saves and see if we can go back and finish the timeline to get an ideal ending. Yeah. Um and uh and yeah, so that's like I don't know. It that that relationship isn't great. Yeah. Um I don't also okay, so Aya Um her character she's just kind of like the bitchy girl, which I don't like as a character anyway. I think it's kind of Oh, like do I want to say it's a little bit sexist? It feels sexist even though like, it's reasonable to have, like, not at all female characters are going to be nice people, right? Like, that's understandable. But the bitchy teenager who, like, gossips about her, f- like, about situations and bullies people for no reason because she's jealous and insecure, like, feels overdone and a little bit sexist. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But again, it's similar to, like, a true portrayal to how 
like high schoolers are though yeah but like yeah i don't it's just one of those things of like like am i being annoying <laughs> because i feel like i'm kind of being a little bit annoying by, by being picky about it but like i don't like that character oh no no i totally anymore. understand that, that like 100 percent. Yeah. i don't think you're being annoying by that at all like yeah. i understand where you're coming from it's a very played out trope in a lot of media yeah. especially slice of life anime however those people exist yeah but like it's always like a bitchy girl <laughs> like like guys can be bitchy too <laughs> I feel like I've seen anime with bitchy guys. I just think we haven't yeah. covered the right ones. Okay, fair. Fair. I think I'll it's a lot that. more of a common trope in women in anime. Yeah. But I... Like, it's more common on the women's side of things. However, again, I think there are some that have men, but it's definitely more on the women's side of things. So it definitely feels a lot more played out. Yeah, I, uh, I guess it's just that I'm tired of that character trope in general. Yeah. And so it's kind of irritating me a little bit more than normal. Mm -hmm. um, I do quite like her relationship with Gochan, though. I think he was really dumb. Yeah. For the reason why he was mad at her. I'm mad at her because she complimented me. Mm -hmm. Like, I can also, though, understand feeling like you're being kind of put on a pedestal or, like, not, but, like, feeling someone's compliments are shallow. Mm-hmm. And they're just bragging about you just because. Like, I get that feeling. But, like, that's that's in it, that's centered in his own insecurity. That's not in her words. He shouldn't have put that on her. Yeah. But they made up, and that's fine. That's cute. Yeah. I like them together. Poor Thunder. Never got his date. No. But he can throw down, so. Homie can throw down. Mm. So, overall, I'm guessing you give it a seven. Yeah, I feel like a seven is fair. It's a good time. Music's good. Animation's good. You'll enjoy it if you watch it. Like, you're not going to get pissed off watching it or whatever. I just feel like it's a little bit naive in some... Like, eh, no, a little bit juvenile. And uh, some of the storylines feel kind of shallow. And so I think the voice actors did a really good job. I think... Uh, yeah, I put it down to story. I feel like the story was just a bit shallow. Yeah, understandable. Yeah. What about you? 8.5. Okay. You know me. Give me good music and my score skyrockets. The love stories okay. felt a little unnecessary, which I know yeah. shock for me being the king of romance anime over here. Yeah. But it it could have done without it. It's the same bitch I had about JJK Zero last week. Mm. Like there are some things it could have just done without but overall, soundtrack's a 10 out of 10. Yeah. How did you feel about our villain, Sayo? Uh, surface level? Uh, yeah, I agree. It seems like the only thing that he had against Satomi's mom is that she's female. Yeah, that's literally it. Yeah, so he wanted to ruin her entire career because she's a woman. Which may be why I'm pissed off about the Aya thing, because if you're going to go on about this, like, sexism in the workplace and then you make a typical bitchy teenage character, it feels kind of hypocritical. Yeah. So I think that's probably why I'm irritated about it, is because, like, you've just fallen into a stereotype that's very damaging against teenage girls. Mm -hmm. And yet uh, the premise of this film is that your bad guy is a bad guy because he's sexist. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So yeah, felt very, very surface level. But outside of that, I mean, I guess you can't have a film without an antagonist. Mm. But I don't know. He could have at least like, it could have been like, oh, okay, get this. What if he was Satomi's dad, right? And then they had had a huge fight over a project and divorce. The divorce was super messy. Um, Mom got Satomi and the project in the divorce. His career was ruined. It's a revenge plot. I mean, I'd pay to see it. Right? Yeah, give me that story. Why not? Yeah, definitely good villain. (laughs) Yeah. And then you could put in, if you wanted to make sexism a key point of it, you could then add the argument of, should he have been given joint custody or whatever over the project and Satomi, but he wasn't because it was given to her mom purely because she's female in the divorce settlement and moms are supposedly better at taking care of kids, right? Mm -hmm. So if you wanted to go a a sexism argument, that would have been a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. There, we fixed your film. Now Fixed it. Now... Fix it. <laughs> but keep the musical bits, because it was amazing. Yeah. And add in a dramatic, sad musical musical moment of, like, like um, a dad breaks into song because he's sad about <laughs> the divorce. That's what I want. We need a villain song. There was no villain song. There really wasn't. No. You can't have a musical without a villain song. Everybody loves the villain songs. They're the best yeah, songs. Yeah, that's usually, like, everybody's favorite songs out of the yeah. bit. Yeah. Come on. Fix your film. Fix your film. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what do we have? Alternative plot, 10 out of 10. Yeah, alternative plot, definite 10 out of 10. (laughs) 11 out of 10, just for villain song. Just for villain (laughs) song. Give it a whole extra point. Plus one bonus villain song. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's fuck off. What do we have next week? Um, We have. A blank oh, licorice recoil. Ah, yes. Adorable girls with guns. Gotta love that. It's done by A1 Pictures, so you get like the updated SAO art style, but e. girls with guns. Yeah. I kind of dropped it on accident because I think life got busy, or I think I might have dropped it right around the time I went on the cruise, so I didn't mean to drop it. But everything after the cruise kind of fell apart as far as my weekly watching goes, except for The Devil's a Part-Timer. Okay. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to finish this because it's such a good fucking show. Yeah! So, yeah, Licorice Recoil next week. Um, Also, more Spy Family content coming at you very, very soon. Every week for the next 12. Yeah. That everything? That's everything. Oh God, we gotta plug shit. Um, blue Etsy shop. Um, what is it? I forgot. It's Blue Lavender Crafts. Brad Twitch. Uh, Brad Cosy Gaming yeah. and Instagram, Twitter for a podcast BNB Anime website www.bnbanime.com. Find us on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that shit. Also, if you're on YouTube, hello, you're one week behind. Feel free to leave us shit in the comments if you want to. But also, if you want to catch up on an episode, you hop on over to Spotify or something. Um, uh, but if while you're on YouTube, drop a like on the video and subscribe because you get special content from Spy Family. Yeah. Also, Anime okay. Island goes up like stupid early there. Yeah. Whereas here it just goes up in case we forget to fucking record for the week on the yeah. normal things. Yeah. Or either Brad or I pick up extra shifts. Yeah. 
So yeah, uh, Ligorous Recoil, thank you all so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Love you, bye. Love you.